This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 1075 FM, Unholstered. Hey, welcome back to Unholstered. Happy New Year, as always. We are glad that you're hanging out with us here on this Saturday morning on WoWo. My name is Kayla Blakesley. I represent the local media side here on Unholstered. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Gatina. I am a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. Welcome to 2023, and welcome to our show, Unholstered. I can't believe it. We've been doing this for over a year, Sophia. I know. It's like a year and a half. A year and a half now. Yeah, (laughs) we've been doing it. I still can't believe it. Uh, the, The inception of this show, if you've never Ever listened to it before. Um, this show is all about sharing and telling the stories that just don't often get told when it comes to law enforcement. And I had this wild idea. I got so sick and tired of the anti-police defund uh, the police rhetoric out there that I picked up the phone. I called Sophia, which, by the way, you and I had never really met in, per- in never person. Never met in person. I mean, I'd no. seen you out as the public information officer yeah. for the Fort Wayne Police Department, maybe probably held a microphone up to your face, but <laughs> never really shook your hand, introduced myself, or vice versa. I never really had that formal meeting. So I call Sophia out of the blue one day, and I said, Sophia, I'm tired of this rhetoric. Let's do something about it. want to start a show. And you go. Of course. (laughs) Didn't even even skip a beat. She's in. Uh, So here we are, still going strong into the new year, into 2023. So, So thank you for tuning in weekend after weekend here to Unholstered and making it uh, the success that it is. Um, As always, if you've missed any previous episodes of Unholstered, you can download us anywhere you download a podcast. Just search for Unholstered. We're right there. Uh, Sophia, once again, we have brought in Chief of Police of the Fort Wayne Police Department, Chief Reed, uh, because we want to talk about kind of this look forward into 2023. We actually had him on last weekend, just taking a look back at 2022. Uh, but just like we have done on previous episodes of Unholstered, we want to take that look um, forward, that look as we jump into 2023. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have him back. I mean, this is always a show we look forward to doing because I think it's important for this community to know what we've done in the past year and kind of um, where we're headed into the new year. And there's always new things coming and hopefully bettering this community, bettering our department, bettering community relations. So all of it coming into play. And I'm happy that the chief could join us and just like he does every year. Um, and we do these episodes because then I, I just find it very important and I'm glad he's on board with doing this. So I'll turn it over to you, Chief. Well, great. Thank you both for having me and Happy New Year to everyone. Yes, Happy New uh, Year. Welcome back. Can I just say, you know, Sophia kind of mentioned it and just just betterment in general. And it's just refreshing to me because sometimes you don't see organizations and just people in general striving to be better because you could already be going and I know Sophia well enough she'll be going 110 miles per hour and she still wants to figure out how she can go 111 (laughs) Um, and I think that's great I think you need people like that who are going to be in charge who are leading your community more importantly the people who are keeping your community safe so I just think that's such a breath of fresh air from both of you from the Fort Wayne Police Department that you're always striving to be better because we could have just left it on the last episode. We just took our, you know, our look back at 2022 last weekend and all of the great things that y'all have accomplished. But here we are moving into 2023. It doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop with those great accomplishments. I know there's so much more that you want to, as you just said, Sophia, get better at and so many other things you want to succeed. So Chief Reed, I'm just going to kind of let you run wild with it here. I mean, what, <laughs> what are your plans for the new year? Well, one of our um, bigger plans is we were given opportunity by the mayor and city council to increase our staffing from 485 to 500 officers. So we look forward to going to that number um, and and this year in 2023. Our 67th recruit class, I believe, is the next one coming up. It will start at the beginning this year soon, uh, 2023. 
that along with lateral transfer hires, and I mentioned that before, officers certified as in a, uh, at other departments that want to work here. So we hope to reach that number in 2023. Okay, when these lateral officers come in, these transfers from other police departments around the country, what are some of the things they say? I want to work in Fort Wayne because, or I want to work for you, Chief Reed, because, I mean, what do you often hear from these police officers that come in from other departments? As part of the recruiting team that I kind of shore up is, I think a lot of these people coming here are just for opportunity. Um, a lot of people coming are from smaller agencies a lot of the times, and they just don't have that movement or the opportunities to do different things like we have here. So they don't have a drone unit. They may not have a SWAT team. They might not have a crisis negotiations team. Um, they may not have a crime scene unit. Um, a lot of the times a state um, has these um, units, and then they'll come into the smaller agencies and help mm -hmm. them out. Where here, you get to actually be part of that team. You get that specialized training. You get mobility here because in opportunities for promotion. Because on a lot of the smaller departments, you, know, you get on and these people are already in the spots that you may want. But you don't get that spot until they retire. Right. You know, And that could be years in some of these places. Um, and in terms of people coming from larger departments, to maybe we've had some from Sacramento. We've had some NYPD, um, Chicago PD. We've had a couple coming because the professionalism our department. They've done nationwide searches um, and they pick Fort Wayne for cost of living. That's incredible. For the professionalism of our department, for the support that our community gives. So it's always like this whole thing that they kind of put together and you know they could move anywhere they want, but they chose Fort Wayne. Well, and you mentioned it, you have a lot of units, um, your your special crime scenes unit, your SWAT team, the drone team. Chief Reed, I'm assuming or hoping that some of those are either going to be added or expanded going into 2023? Uh, they are. Um, one um, expansion that we're looking for, or, uh, hopefully to do in 2023, is an expansion of our downtown bike patrol. Uh, if you've been downtown lately, mm -hmm. it is exploding. There is housing, uh, condos, apartments going up everywhere. And if you go down on a weekend night... It's Pretty happened. much regardless of the weather, <laughs> yeah. there are people everywhere. So we want to make sure we have a presence down there. Our, our day shift bike patrols does a fantastic job. Um, we look to add um, more of a second shift to, to slightly uh, later uh, bike patrol to have that presence downtown. Huh, I had no idea. I'm curious, how does this work? So you talked about how you're going to be able to add, what was it, 15 police officers to the force? What did you say, 45 to 500? You're going to be expanding this year? Yeah, 45 to 500. To 500. So how does that work? Is that based off population? Is that based off stats of maybe crime rates or what have you? How does it work? Is it just purely a funding thing? There's Yes, there's several components to it. Uh, there's um, information put out that, you should be at a certain level, mm -hmm. two, uh, two officers per 1,000 1, residents uh, trying to get there. Some some agencies are, you know, three, three and a half. Some agencies are one point something. We're hovering around 1.8. Okay. So we're looking to get up to that sufficient staffing level so we can um, do more. Uh, every time I start um, a, a program, I got to pull those people from someplace. So I need to backfill those positions. And as we continue to grow, we're able to do that. Um, like I said before, the mayor and city council have continued to fund the police department so we can move forward with staffing and equipment. And our thanks to the citizens for their support, because I know they voice their concerns. That's always difficult, too, when you're talking about staffing, because like he says, you know, we talked about it when we talked about the therapy dog Tinsley. You know, we had a, we used lease officer Woods because 
we couldn't pull someone into a position off the street for this position that we wanted to test out. So, you know, having her in this already exempt position where you don't have to move it, we don't have to worry about anything, mm -hmm. pulling someone up, taking them off the street, now having an empty spot on the street. So this is just a, one of those things where you just got to play around and see where you're going to land. But we need to have enough people because we keep getting more and more shoved on our plate. Right. We keep, you know, with CIT, um, mental health calls, those take a while to do them well. Yeah. Um, they. But then what happens is when that officer's off the street, sometimes it's two officers if the person's violent. Um, so, you know, you've got to just man that because that's our primary goal. That's our primary function is the street officer, 911 calls, getting those calls answered. Um, and we have to have sufficient people to do that. So manpower is always going to be an issue. Um, and we really want our department to reflect this community. So we want people to apply from this community. We want minorities to apply, women to apply, LGBTQ to apply. You know, we're open to everyone. How can they apply if someone's listening right now? Um, you can go to fwpd.org and you can go down to a recruiting tab. You can uh, find a squad car with a QR code, scan that. Um, we have them out on, we're getting them on all our squad cars. So you can just go up to That's a squad cool. car and QR code that in and it'll send you right to our recruiting process and into our, into our recruiting team. Any um, other new programs or expansions coming for 2023? Yeah, we have a couple more. Uh, one of them will be a, a seasonal presence on our waterways with a new boat patrol. Um, we've had some issues on our waterways that we weren't I'll able say, to is respond this an issue? to. Do we have issues? <laughs> yeah, the, with the canal boats, uh, some yeah. of the other party boats, if you would. Um, there's other boats on the waterways. Uh, if, if if you go down there on a nice day, there's several people kayaking, canoeing. Um, we just want to have a seasonal presence there, primarily for safety. Yeah. Yes. If we have to have some enforcement because someone is doing something illegal on the waterways, we will. But primarily, we want to be there during special events. Um, at Promenade Park, out by uh, Purdue University, the, the waterways out mm -hmm. there, um, just to be there, just in case. So we're going to send uh, a few of our officers to some uh, pretty pretty serious water training, water rescue training, and then we hope to see that uh, this summer, beginning this summer. How does that work? Do people get to volunteer? Like, hey, I want to go learn the water rescue. Yeah, that's or... another one of those hats that people are going to yeah, wear. Right, another hat. I mean, yeah. I swear, you guys wear so many hats. Is that how that works? Truly, like Sophia could say, "Hey, I want to go learn the water." Yeah, there are ten positions, so you get to, you get to request um, a, a shot at the team. You have an interview process you go through. They check your internal affairs records. Um, then you have to go to a class. You have to pass. This is a strenuous physical fitness test oh, on I the bet. water, um, because not only do you are you going to be having to save yourself, you're going to have to be saving, saving someone, someone else. else as well. Yeah. So these are going to be um, really tough. Uh, classes to get go through. for it uh, yeah no <laughs> I, I won't be <laughs> i'd love to but there's no way i'm getting in that water <laughs> yeah no no me neither i'm gonna take a hard pass there chief reed what else one of our biggest things for this year 2023 is our uh, drone as first responder program will move from the testing phase to the operational oh, phase cool this is cool so um our, our uh, asu unit uh, our drone team uh, has been working towards this. So they've always responded to calls, whether it's a barricade hostage situation, a traffic, serious traffic accident, fatality, a missing child, a missing person. Um, they respond and we put the drones up to feed information to investigators, to SWAT team leaders, to hostage negotiators. What we're moving into uh, this year is we have a service called Live 911. So the pilots will be... Uh, pre-positioned in a uh, spot to where they're going to fly for the day. 
um, and we have a couple of different locations around the city. They will be monitoring, the pilot will be monitoring um, the 911 calls, and when they hear something serious come in, um, they will launch before the officer is even dispatched. So they will be on scene feeding real-time information to the officers before they get there. During the testing phase, um, the uh, drone pilot was responsible not only for several different runs as far as feeding information to officers, but they were able to catch an OWI, a, an intoxicated driver, wow. um, with the drones following, following that person until the officer could get there. This should also help, if I remember correctly, Sophia, and I think this is important because you shared a stat last weekend when we were doing our year-end review for 2022 about officer deaths and mm -hmm. officer deaths in the line of duty. This should help hopefully with that, right? I mean, you're talking about a barricaded suspect, for example. You could send the drone in first, right, before you're kind of sending in an, an officer. Am I understanding it correctly? Yeah. Um, so the the pilot will have eyes on the situation now. Um, it may help prevent an ambush-style attack. Um, you know, it's one of those things where we can have eyes and some, a lot of times people do these ambush style attacks by calling in fake calls. Mm -hmm. So they'll call in an active shooter right. somewhere. Well, if you're flying over and you're seeing this business as usual and no one's running in and out of that store before an officer even gets there, then you kind of know, okay, there's something not right Spidey here. Spidey sense is going Yeah, on. you know, and it just feeds information to officers. Hey, use an extra caution here. I'm seeing everything is business as usual. Or, hey, stand down. It looks business as usual. So I think that'll help um, maybe thwart off that. You know, we'll never let our guard down regardless but it's just more information and i think the more information we can receive and have is just better for us i think it's incredible i always have like such a love-hate relationship with technology but obviously in this yeah, case i love it i do too because you know sometimes you know it always with the increase of technology then there's people always worry that are you doing too much mm -hmm. and that's another thing we get back like we have too much big brother kind of feeding you i said but we're not actually just going out and circling right. the city looking right. for runs we are only going to respond when people call in so they're actually calling us not we're not just going out and doing you well, know as whatever chief reed said in a situation i think of a missing child we'd all really like oh, that real-time information if it could be fed yeah. back and if to it, us. and if it's our child we want the right. best technology available exactly so you know everybody wants to say what they want to say when it's not being utilized for something they Correct. want but if it's their child or their spouse or whomever involved then they you're going to want that technology yeah, you're gonna absolutely. want the best of the best and as sophia said they're not just out flying around looking and, and and gathering information they're going to a specific area to that, that we are called to to feed real-time information to officers um so we look forward to really getting this going eventually the pilots will hopefully fly from a central location and not have to go to different locations around the city uh, so as we develop our real-time crime center, which will continue to be, be developed through 2023 into 2024, where we can have an active 24-7 monitoring of um, city cameras, other cameras that we are allowed access to, uh, as well as drone footage of scenes that we respond to. So we look forward to really progressing with that crime center in 2023. Any other programs or expansions? Uh, we're continuing to gonna expand our body cam program. We're going to add those, um, get out there. The, um, it's been well-received by the officers. Um, There's some hesitation at first, but I think it's been well-received. Yeah, you know, no one likes change. But um, I will say I've, I, I sit on pursuit review as a commander of hmm. Southeast, so we actually have to review every 
pursuit. Every car that's in the pursuit, we have to review their car what? camera, make sure they're following policy, make sure, is there something we need to improve? Is there something we need to okay, talk about? we need about? to talk about that in 2023. Yeah. Um, so we have to sit and we actually have to watch all these videos that come in. And along those are the body cam videos too. Now, I don't watch those because I don't need to unless I need further information that I didn't get on, you know, which I have had to do. Um, but I've seen some stuff I never thought I'd, not, not that I never thought I'd see. It was just weird seeing it um, because you've seen it so much live. And I feel then like I'm you buried sitting... the lead. I had no idea that you, you did this. Yeah. So I do a lot of, wear a lot of hats. But, you know, I get to watch my people, my quadrant people, and their professionalism and what they do. Are you a proud mama? Oh, all the my time? God. I had, to, I had to give like a shout out, like we call them attaboys, girls. And I sent one out to, to all of them just because I loved seeing that professionalism yeah. that I saw on that video. Um, and it was is wonderful to see. It's nice to know that they're doing this no matter what, because um, no one knew I was going to watch that video. Right, you right. Know? They're just doing what they do naturally, and and I was just like I said, proud mom moment. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that my people are doing such a great job. That is so cool. We're we're you're not okay, off we'll the hook for that topic. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll dive into that for yes. 2023 at some point. Chief Reed, any any real challenges that you foresee coming coming your way for the department? Well, there will always be challenges. There will always be uh, crime challenges. There will always be challenges of concerns that come up in the community. Uh, we look to face those head on, uh, dealing with crime. Uh, we had a significant reduction in, in uh, violent crime, especially homicides in 2022. Hopefully we can continue that trend um, to make the community more aware of what we're doing. Again, we will continue with our procedural justice training to let folks see what we do in given situations and why we do that. Uh, some other things that we look forward to, to moving ahead with is um, in addition to our heart team, our hope and recovery team. In 2022, we added two social workers to our department to go out with detectives to overdose cases to help guide individuals into treatment and not incarceration for that addiction. Obviously, if someone does commit a crime, they're, they're subject to... Consequences, penalties, yeah. consequences, but our hope is to get them into recovery uh, so they don't do it again. Hope they survive this time. They might not survive that overdose the next time. So it's really important. So we look to expand that. We're going to add at least one, if not two, more social workers uh, this year, 2023. Um, we'll continue uh, with that program. We're very excited. The detectives who work in that area. Uh, have been extremely receptive uh, to the social workers. So I'd, I'd really like to thank them for their hard work and dedication. That heart and recovery team, I mean, it, it's a special team. It's a special unit. Is that something that's in other departments across the country? There are other agencies have something similar. Um, I don't know that they have the Hope and Recovery they team. They don't have what we have because ours don't. is so good. I, just want, I was going to say, no, ours is the best because yeah. it really is. It really is. It really is. We just, are lucky to have it. We are lucky to have it. We're actually lucky to have the people so passionate about what mm -hmm. they do because it's really easy, especially in that field, to get really burned out and really get disillusioned about oh, yeah. I just be, be sad. It um, would be constantly sad. But the, you, I mean, you saw Detective Ripley that was in here. Yeah. He's just, and that's how he is every day. He's I just, didn't even knows. know he was with, the, I don't know what I thought when he walked in here. I didn't realize he was yeah, with uh, the, the, the police department. I was like, oh, you're, oh, hello. Yeah, he ended up shaving his beard one yeah. day because he, he really? messed it up. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. He looked completely different. And I was like, I didn't like it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, you're totally right, though. They just, you know, every day, I'm going to say normal people. I say this to Sophia all the time, Chief Reed. Sometimes I think that normal civilians 
we think of police officers as um, as just not human, as you know, superheroes, as robots, and, and so it's just so refreshing to meet a lot of your your staff members and a lot of these volunteers and people from other organizations that you work with. And man, they're they're real they're real people, just like I am. And, and you said it, Sophia. I think last week you there are anniversaries, there are birthdays, there are um, heartaches, and and you know, it's just it's just refreshing. To me, especially as we go into the new year, just there are people like y'all are talking about that are on our team that are keeping our community safe. But it's nice to hear going into the new year. Yeah, not just safe with a gun, but safe yeah. with our hearts. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's what really makes the fundamental difference between our department and other departments. Well, and you mentioned, too, uh, kind of on that note, the procedural justice program. You mentioned mm-hmm. that, Chief Reed. We've, we've talked about it here on the show. But how could a citizen or a community member get involved and be a part of that? I'm going to put it on um, contact Deputy Chief Mitch McKinney. (laughs) Don't contact me. (laughs) Yeah, either one of us. Um, You can do that through the website. Okay. Um, And just schedule an officer. Just go in through that application. Um, There on the right hand, there's a pull down tab. Just schedule an officer. Just put your request in. Talk about having your voice and your heart heard. I mean, that's where you're going to have it heard. That's where we have our heart to heart community conversations. I mean, we're just. We're open to anything. I mean, you're not going to hurt our feelings. It's not like we're not hearing anything someone hasn't said before. Yeah. Um, but it gives us a time to respond and, and really talk on a one-to-one basis that sometimes we don't always get. Sometimes, you know, it's maybe we're on a stage or something and you're, or you feel unheard. You can't ask your question because you feel um, like it's not a good question or you're going to get booed or shouted down or talked down to. You won't. Not not from myself or Deputy yeah. McKinney. We really want to know what your problem is and we want to fix it. Yeah. If we can. So moving forward into 2023, Chief Reed, if you, and I, this might be hard for you to do, I'm putting you really on the spot, but if you had to pinpoint like one major goal or one major accomplishment that you're hoping to achieve for 2023, what would that be? Well, I can't pinpoint it to just one. I knew I was, it. I, I knew it. I told you it was going to be a heavy lift. <laughs> I know. Well, it's always to hopefully reduce crime, yeah. violent crime, property crime. That's what we're here to do. If it happens, we try to solve it. So continue moving forward in that way. One of the biggest things that we focused on in 2022 and will continue to focus on is officer well-being. Yeah. Making sure they're not only physically fit, but we take their mental health serious. So we will continue to move down that path to make sure our officers are dealing with things appropriately. Um, You may hear a sad story and that the tragedy happened today or yesterday, and it, it makes you feel sad. Just understand that those officers see that every day. Every day they see that. They see a little kid get hurt. They see someone shot. They see someone assaulted. They deal with that every day. And after over time, that weighs on you. So we gotta make sure that uh, we give them the resources to deal with that. And like I said, y'all are humans. You know, it's what we've come to learn and find right. out. And again, like you said, it makes me sad for the day, but I don't have to experience it day in and day out over and over and over again and in yeah. real life because there's also yeah. a big difference between witnessing some of those things and then just hearing about them right and, and seeing it and hearing it and, and smelling it it's all it all just weighs on your mind and then you got to go home and deal with your own family crises mm-hmm. that come, crises that come up and you know when your mind is so heavy from work yeah and how do you do that and how do you do that healthy in a healthy way because um, we all have to deal with it. Right. We all have to deal with it. We can't just 
we can try and put it off, but eventually it will sneak up on us. But we just make sure our officers are doing and handling these things in a healthy, productive way that's good for them, not only them, but their families as well. Again, though, how refreshing to know that as, as a civilian, as a citizen, as a resident of Fort Wayne, that our police department takes it seriously. Because yeah. I'm sure there are police departments out there that don't quite take it as seriously or give it its due justice. And yeah. I think as a society, we don't take emotional true, health yeah, seriously i mean we found this out during covid you know and in, in the aftermath of covid and how just far back behind we are with mental health and um i think it's starting to come out as something that's important which is, is good and we can have good conversations about it but we're still not there yet we still have a long way to go we talked a lot about themes your themes of 2022 last weekend chief reed and as i'm hearing you talk you know looking ahead to 2023 there's obviously a lot of exciting innovative great things coming to the Fort Wayne Police Department but I have my own theme for you and you've said it a couple of times I don't even know if you caught yourself and I don't know if you've caught him saying this Sophia but you keep saying two words you keep saying do more so I'm gonna go ahead and say that's that's my theme for the Fort Wayne Police Department do more or betterment even that one's been said a lot and it's all it's just really inspiring to me I'm again I'm proud to be a resident of Fort Wayne I'm proud um, to know you Sophia and you obviously Chief Reed when it comes to protecting our community it's it's quite remarkable that we have everything that we have here in Fort Wayne um, Chief Reed I want to allot you some time here as we move into 2023 do you have a message or or any thoughts for members of the Fort Wayne Police Department well, keep up the good work. Uh, we're going to move forward together in 2023. we got some exciting changes coming. We're going to add uh, staff. We're going to add officers. Uh, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a year that uh, that's going to better the whole community uh, as the police department moves forward. Um, I not only want to thank our officers for the outstanding job they, wanted, they do every day, but I want to thank the commu- community as well, all the citizens here for their support. There's, I've said it numerous times, there's not a day that goes by that I don't receive an email, a phone call, or I'm just passing someone and they compliment an officer or um, a staff member on what they saw them do or how, their interaction with that. Um, I hope every chief experiences that because yeah. I experience it every day. There's that word better again, right? Right. And I will kind of condense what you said. So how about just do better? Do better. I like that. We're going to do better. There we go. You kind of mesh the two together. That's how we make a great team, Sophia. That's right. Um, And we want to do better because we're not perfect. There will be stumbles. There will be falls. um, Guaranteed. But we will get back up and we will press forward in a productive way, in a better way. And we're going to fix what needs to be fixed and we'll do that um in 2023 in the years to come amen to that cheers to 2023 as we're getting this new year started here on unholstered don't forget you can download any previous episodes that we've ever had of unholstered you can download us anywhere you download a podcast chief reeve i appreciate you being here back-to-back weekends and giving us your time i know you're an incredibly busy man so uh from all of us here at unholstered thanks for making the time thank you for having me this is your town your team your topics this is unholstered Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.